In these unprecedented times, we need effective immune support. That's why I'm excited to introduce two formulas that work, CV Defense and CV Acute. There's nothing quite like them. CV Defense is a daily preventative. The only supplement that delivers the six most important ingredients to optimize your immune function, including PEA, a critical molecule for long-term immunity at the cellular level. CV Acute is a fast-acting, great-tasting syrup for direct immune activation. It eliminates invaders with a fruit flower and root of patented Chinese medicine. I take it when I feel run down to fend off respiratory infections. Both products are safe, all-natural, and backed by numerous clinical trials. For more information and to order, go to TotalImmuneHealth.com and take advantage of discounts from 30 to 50% just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. That's TotalImmuneHealth.com. TotalImmuneHealth.com for the most exciting immune support products in years. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly rundown of all the most important health stories of the week. And we take a critical view to what's out there in the news so you can gain an entirely new and enlightening perspective on what's going on. Lots of confusing stuff. We'll cover some of those stories in just a moment. 877-726-8255 is our number. If you want to get in there with questions or comments, 877-726-TALK. By the way, that number available 24-7 throughout the week, so if you can't call during the program, you can record a question. We'll take some of those recorded questions that we got over the week later in the show. Uh, the theme for my intro is confusing messaging on COVID. Uh, we're in kind of a transition period now because, well, things seem to be getting better, but... Um, it's a very, very confusing picture, and there's conflicting messaging and contradictory messaging out there. And, uh, for example, the lockdown. New York has been under very strict lockdown until quite recently. And um, now the mayor of New York, our intrepid uh, Mayor de Blasio, has pledged to open everything up by July 1st. The theaters will be open. You can go to a movie. You can go to a restaurant at 100% capacity. All that by July 1st. And uh, the governor, Governor Cuomo, our intrepid leader, uh, who has been engaged in a perennial snit, with the mayor of New York, they're both of the same political party, but they hate each other, has said, no, 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 not so fast. Only I, the governor, have the prerogative to release the lockdown. And we will do so prudently and not precipitously, as you suggest. And that's really giving New Yorkers whiplash, because according to the New York Times, only four weeks ago, this was the headline. The new normal in New York City, high virus rates and a steady stream of cases. Subtitle, New York City remains a coronavirus hotspot. So here we are four weeks later, 
and all of a sudden, uh, are things really better? Or perhaps there was no strong rationale for the stringent lockdown that we had for so long. Many other parts of the country are exploring different ways of coping with coronavirus. We're not going to make it uh, go away, but uh, we're able to uh, proceed with our lives in ways that are less intrusive in places like Florida and Texas. And uh, yeah, they have a lot of cases in those places, but no more, no less than in other parts of the country under more stringent lockdown. And uh, there's also a lot of confusion about masking because the CDC, Centers for Disease Control, have announced that once you've been vaccinated, lo and behold, you can go outside without a mask. That is, if you're in a small group or, you know, with few familiar people, uh, big mass gatherings, they suggest you keep your mask on, even if you've been vaccinated. But uh, in my mind, that's been the case since the very beginning of this pandemic. There is very, very little evidence that suggests that outdoor transmission is driving the pandemic. It's happening more in closed spaces, in interiors, in public transportation. Those are the places where masking may be ver very germane to uh, flattening the curve or curbing the spread. And uh, so even though the CDC has released these new relaxed guidelines, you still hear PSAs on TV and radio saying, that was not the time to let your guard or your mask down. And so uh, as I sit here in uh, my home studio, I got a window open to the street and I can see uh, occasionally uh, in this quiet suburban area, people walking by. It's about uh, 55 degrees. It's a beautiful, sunny day, nice uh, 15 mile an hour breeze blowing all the viral particles uh, away. And people still wearing masks. People still wearing masks. So what's up with that? It's going to take you know, a lot of people very attached to their masks. Or maybe the fear is so deeply inculcated that they think they need to wear their masks, notwithstanding the CDC guidelines. And, uh, you know, just a little vignette. Uh, the other day I was at uh, my outdoor market in New York City. And uh, I was about to buy uh, some uh, organic romaine lettuce. And I was standing in line. And there are these little markers on the sidewalk. Uh, on the, you know, in the, in the market, you know, in places like you're where you're supposed to stand, you know, with numbers, you know, which separate you, uh, six feet from the next person in line. And, uh, that's been, you know, something that, uh, we've come to accept. And, uh, so I'm standing there and I, I move a little closer to the person in front of me, uh, you know, not six feet, but maybe four feet from the person in front of me. And the woman who's tending the stall uh, says to me, excuse me, sir, are you with this woman? And I said, no, I'm, I'm the next one in line. And she says, would you care to step back six feet? <laughs> and I just said, I'm sorry, but you just lost a sale. And I just walked away because nobody's really following the science on this. So the six foot uh, distance 
is really uh, arbitrary. Uh, and uh, I cite here an article which came out about a month ago. Effectiveness of three versus six feet of physical distancing for controlling spread of coronavirus disease among primary, secondary students and staff. Now, this is even uh, indoors, okay? And uh, what they discovered was that it didn't really matter whether it was a three-feet distancing or six-foot distancing. Uh, the results of studies like this have led the CDC and uh, many local health departments uh, to mandate that now students can come back into classrooms because it'd be a heck of a problem if we had to have six-foot distance between all the kids in a classroom. Maybe you'd get only like 10, 12 kids into a classroom. Uh, that would be unfeasible. You couldn't do it. So they changed the guidelines. And I guess the memo hasn't circulated to people who sell lettuce at open markets outside with the wind blowing <laughs> in New York City. Uh, you know, so uh, uh, I think it's the mask thing, though, has had some devastating effects on kids. Because I was in the elevator the other day in my apartment building. And um, I uh, got in the elevator with, uh, there was a woman uh, pushing a uh, carriage with a toddler in it. And we, the, the adults, were we were wearing our masks because we were in an enclosed space, and that's fine. I'm all for that. And uh, the toddler, who looked to be about two, uh, looked up at me, and as toddlers tend to do, stared at me. They stare at faces because they're fascinated by faces. And studies show that infants of just a few weeks old uh, actually have brain activity that relates to recognition of facial expression. They look at adults and other kids to read their facial expressions. But the kid looked perplexed because I was wearing a mask and there wasn't enough information for them to draw a conclusion about my facial expression because I was masked. And I was thinking, what long-term profound psychological damage could this be causing kids? Kids who go to school and with their classmates, they have to wear masks with unproven efficacy for kids. And um, there's a whole lot of confused stuff going around uh, in terms of the messaging on COVID. Is it getting better or worse? Uh, Michael Osterholm, who's an infectious disease expert, just a couple of weeks ago, I was really startled because he explained why the next COVID-19 wave in the U.S. is inevitable. It's likely too late to stop this upcoming surge, according to Dr. Michael Osterholm. And he said that we're in for a world of pain, a class five hurricane, lots of fear mongering where, yeah, that is a distant possibility, but things do appear to be getting better. And why message if you're a responsible health professional in a way to inculcate panic and despair, paranoia, and germ phobia? 877-726-8255 is our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. We'll take some of your questions in just a moment here on 
this weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere, the very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and it's that time of year again when everyone suffers from some kind of upper respiratory problem. We miss work and feel miserable spending too much time with doctors and pharmacists. That is, unless we protect ourselves and our families with a product that I recommend to my patients. Clear saline nasal spray and sinus rinse. Clear combines the unique properties of xylitol and the health-promoting benefits of a saline nasal spray to help cleanse, moisturize, and soothe your sinuses and nasal passages. Clear helps wash away bacteria, pollens, and other irritants before they have a chance to attack the sensitive tissues in your upper respiratory tract. Clear is easy to use, effective, and safe for people of all ages. Clear is simply your best defense in an increasingly dirty and polluted world. I use it myself. You can find Clear Saline Nasal Spray and Sinus Wash at Vitamin Shop, CVS, Rite Aid, and other drugstores, supermarkets, and pharmacies near you, as well as Amazon. Or you can visit Clear on the web at clear.com. That's www.xlear.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. You can call us, 877-726-8255, as did Susan from New York City. Hi, Susan. Hi. Um, I, should I just ask my question? Please do. Yeah, this is Dr. Altman. <laughs> yes. Hi. Um, I have long-standing chronic sinusitis. I've uh, had no sense of smell for 20 years. It has nothing to do with COVID. My nose uh, runs all morning, stuffy and sneezing. I have many polyps, and I um, did sinus surgery about... 13 years ago, but I have not used the steroidal nasal sprays, and I've been unsuccessful with the um, with the natural sprays. I do use a neti pot with a solution in it. I have a long-standing history of black mold, um, which I have not treated. Damn, and I that, have that's an important. Issues. That's a really, really important factor. Is you know sometimes it's not. Uh, you don't have to diagnose the patient. We diagnose the house or the office, or the work site, as being a, a trigger. So, so that is a that is a big factor. Yeah, the black mold has been identified in your in your dwelling in your, where you live. Not my current dwelling. Uh, in my childhood home that I was in for okay. many, 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 it many. It may have decades. set the stage. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you, you're looking, you're looking for like a natural approach to this. So you know, let me just say that um, you know this is the culmination of years and years of uh, allergy and inflammation, and sometimes the adverse effects of medication. Because if you take a lot of nasal steroids, as you may have in the past, uh, it can make you more susceptible to overgrowth of fungus in your nasal passages. So that should be checked out. 
you may uh, benefit, you know, a lot of people get tons and tons and tons of antibiotics. They kill the bacteria, but they allow the fungal organisms to proliferate. So you may need a trial of antifungal medication, things like uh, Diflucan, uh, Nystatin. These things can be helpful. Um, some of the natural things that are useful uh, bromelain, which is anti-inflammatory. We also might use something like Wobenzyme, which is an anti-inflammatory proteolytic enzyme uh, that helps to uh, reduce the swelling. Uh, quercetin, a great allergy blocker. Uh, probiotics may be necessary to restore balance in your gastrointestinal tract after many rounds of antibiotics. Uh, NAC. And acetylcysteine is great for mucus. It's a potent uh, antioxidant uh, and can be used for respiratory problems. Also consider uh, uh, curcumin, which is anti-inflammatory. That may help uh, you know, reduce the swelling and inflammation. Um, but, you know, one of the things that really needs to be investigated is, is there a link to your diet uh, and I've worked with a lot of patients with chronic sinusitis, and um, most of them have uh, hidden food allergies, food allergies that are not uh, easily diagnosable, but they benefit from a trial of elimination of certain allergy foods, in particular uh, gluten and dairy. Gluten and dairy elimination can really help a lot of patients with chronic sinusitis. And, you know, the old saw is that uh, dairy makes mucus. Well, to some extent, it is true. Uh, you also may try, along with the solution, whatever solution you're using in your neti pot, uh, clear uh, nasal spray or cl neti clear. They actually make uh, little packets that are uh, pre-mixed for neti. Uh, and that suppresses the growth of the bacteria that can be helpful for uh, that that, are, that can be causative of chronic sinusitis. It's spelled X-L-E-A-R. You can get information at xlear.com. Spelled clear. Not sure why, but the X stands for xylitol, which is the um, secret sauce in clear that suppresses bacterial growth and prevents the biofilms that make it hard for the antibiotics to access the to get to the bacteria and kill them off. 777268255 is our number. India lighting up in terms of COVID statistics. We'll take a look at why that may be the case in the Indian subcontinent. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. In these unprecedented times, we need effective immune support. That's why I'm excited to introduce two formulas that work, CV Defense and CV Acute. There's nothing quite like them. CV Defense is a daily preventative, the only supplement that delivers the six most important ingredients to optimize your immune function, including PEA, a critical molecule for long-term immunity at the cellular level. CV Acute is a fast-acting, great-tasting syrup for direct immune activation. It eliminates invaders with a fruit, flower, and root of patented Chinese medicine. I take it when I feel run down to fend off respiratory infections. Both products are safe, all-natural, and backed by numerous clinical trials. 
For more information and to order, go to TotalImmuneHealth.com and take advantage of discounts from 30 to 50% just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. That's TotalImmuneHealth.com. TotalImmuneHealth.com for the most exciting immune support products in years. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255 is our number if you want to get in on the action. Talk to me live. 877-726-TALK. And uh, I must say I stand corrected because uh, for a while I've been talking about what I term the Indian paradox, which is that we have this uh, huge subcontinent of uh, Asia where uh, a very, very high percentage of the world's population resides, over a billion people, and yet it was the U.S., the U.K., and Europe that got hardest hit by the coronavirus. And I attributed that to our poor diets, our sedentary lifestyles, uh, the fact that we're over-medicated, we take too many antibiotics, our immune systems aren't accustomed to infections. And I compared that to India, where a large percentage of the population has lives in poor sanitary conditions, has been exposed to a lot of diseases. Uh, there's a lot of farmers, uh, people living at the subsistence level. They're not overfed. And uh, therefore, uh, they seemed at first to be faring better than folks in the Western world. Well, au contraire, because now the pandemic is receding in the United States and in the UK, and it's exploding in India. And to give you an idea, uh, every day they're recording over 300,000 cases. And that is a vast understatement because the testing is not that widely available for a population of hundreds of millions. And so there's probably about 10 million cases per day in India. And the hospitals are being overwhelmed. They have a lot fewer hospitals. They have a lot fewer intensive care units. They have fewer ventilators. They're running out of oxygen. And it's a calamity. It's a real calamity over there. And they haven't yet achieved herd immunity. They haven't got enough vaccines. And so it's uh, running through the population like a scythe. And I looked for some insights into why my calculation was wrong. And I hearken back to an article that appeared written by uh, Asim Malhotra, uh, who is a UK cardiologist. He's very outspoken on the subject of the lack of fitness of Westerners uh, when it comes to COVID-19. We know about comorbidities, hypertension, diabetes, obesity, worsen your chances if you come down with COVID. But he also points out that um, his country of origin, uh, India, uh, you can't really characterize it as a country of skinny peasants. You know, they don't all look like Mahatma Gandhi in India. Yeah, you know, some people do. 
but there are large urban populations and they're very westernized. They eat a lot of cheap, fast food. And he says, quote, um, the other issue in the Indian diet is that we have a very high intake of refined carbohydrate foods. These are also foods that are particularly harmful in excess because they raise glucose and insulin and thereby and therefore rooted in many of these chronic conditions such as type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, and heart disease. Too much consumption of flour and white rice. You know, lots of chapati and white rice, and many of Indian dishes emphasize those foods. And many Indians are vegetarians, but, um, you know, if you're vegetarian, what's left to eat? You're going to eat a lot of flour products and grains. And... Um, he says that South Asians have been found vulnerable because the prevalence of metabolic syndrome is three to fourfold higher in the population. And, you know, this is something we actually see because um, it turns out that if you look at the average uh, person of uh, South Asian origin uh, in the U.S., uh, they can get diabetic or hypertensive with far less excess body weight than the average Caucasian. It, it, it's just uh, a known phenomenon is that uh, it can fool you. They may look like the average American, but they're much more prone to these metabolic conditions, which make you more susceptible to bad COVID outcomes. So, uh, the same conditions exist in India that exist in the industrialized West. Uh, prosperous people who are overweight, who consume poor quality food and don't exercise enough. Unless you're a subsistence farmer in India, you may be equivalent to a Westerner. And that's why uh, they're going to see a very, very big toll, a toll that uh, may eventually surpass that in the United States, Europe, and the U.K., because the population is simply not fit. 877-726-8255 is their number. And uh, speaking of being fit and prepared in these unprecedented times, we need effective immune support. And that's why I'm excited to introduce two formulas that work, CV Defense and CV Acute. There's nothing quite like them. CV Defense is a daily preventative it's the only supplement that delivers the six most important ingredients to optimize your immune function, including something I'm very excited about. It's PEA, a critical molecule for long-term immunity at the cellular, cellular level. CV Acute, in contrast, is a fast-acting, great-tasting syrup for direct immune activation. It eliminates invaders with the fruit, flower, and root of patented Chinese medicine. Take it when I feel run down. Defend off respiratory infections. Both products, they're complementary. They can be used in conjunction with one another. They're safe, all natural, and backed by numerous clinical trials. For more information and to order CV Defense and CV Acute, they're a one-two punch for immunity, go to TotalImmuneHealth.com and take advantage of discounts from 30 to 50% off just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. That's TotalImmuneHealth.com. TotalImmuneHealth.com for the most exciting immune support products in years. Good stuff. All right, here's an item that suggests um, that there is a 
improving trend as lockdown eases. Okay, very, very important index of freedom from lockdown. Condom sales are surging. <laughs> okay, true story. Uh, according to CNN Business, condom sales have been in a slump during the pandemic as people sheltered at home and put their sex lives on hold. Now, as more Americans are getting vaccinated and herd immunity is approaching, COVID-19 safety restrictions are loosening, we can gather again and have sex. They say that condom sales in the United States increased 23.4% during the four weeks ending April 18th, compared with its spring break, <laughs> compared with the same stretch a year ago when we were all uh, sheltering in place. So uh, condom sales experienced a 4.4% drop in all of 2020. So um, there you have it. They say that um, this is a good sign that lockdown may be easing. Uh, this item uh, talks about what happened to our diets and lifestyles. Very important study uh, during COVID. It's entitled Diet and Physical Activity During the Coronavirus Disease Lockdown from uh, uh, during last year. This, this, this data was compiled last year. And they say it, it's really a tale of, of two, uh, two cities, uh, the haves and the have-nots, because overall uh, there was decreased physical activity reported by 50% of the of the participants in the study. Increased sedentary time, reported by 63%. Increased snacking, decreased consumption of fresh food, especially fruit and fish, and increased consumption of sweets, cookies, and cakes. Yet, at the same time, for some, there were good trends. Increased home cooking. You know, by the way, uh, one of the biggest risk factors for disease is, you know, you can ask a person, how many times do you eat out in a given week? And the more you eat out, the less likely you are to be healthy. It's just a fact. I mean, unless you're very, very discerning, the vast majority of food served in restaurants and fast food eateries um, is not that healthy. So there's increased home cooking reported by 40%, increased physical activity reported by 19%. That's a minority, but some people took advantage of the lockdown to get more fit. 35% uh, of participants gained weight, but also 23% lost weight. So they say here, the observed unfavorable changes should be considered in the event of a future lockdown. It should also be monitored to prevent an increase in the nutrition-related burden of disease should these diet physical activity changes be maintained in the long run. What they're saying here is that sometimes the habits you acquire during a period of crisis are habits that are long-lasting. So poor dietary habits associated with the COVID-15, the 15-pound weight gain people on average may have experienced, lots of people complaining of it, uh, 
lack of physical exercise, getting out of the habit of exercising because you're afraid to go out, can't go to your gym, etc. Can't travel. Um, all these trends may not be transient. They may unfortunately be long lasting. And we need a reset towards better health after COVID. 877-726-8255, our number. We'll take some of your calls in just a moment here on Intelligent Medicine. Our bodies depend on a potent powerhouse of beneficial bacteria that support and improve every aspect of our health. Dr. O'Hara's formula encourages probiotics to function at their peak performance. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Transformative postbiotic compounds created during Dr. O'Hara's probiotics' exclusive three-year fermentation process are present in every capsule. These restorative postbiotics nurture diverse gut bacteria, leading to better digestion, improved immunity, and exceptional health. Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers nationwide and online. Go to www.essentialformulas.com for a retailer near you. That's essentialformulas.com. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out which can help keep your blood vessels healthy and your circulatory system working properly, including Protocol's unique soy-free form of vitamin K2, that has been shown to promote healthy vascular structures and D3, which helps maintain healthy blood levels of calcium. They're available in several forms and dosages, including a new combined formulation which harnesses the synergistic effects of both K2 and D3. They're backed by solid scientific data and available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. drhoffman.com slash Protocol for Life Balance. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255 is our number. And that number available 24-7, 365. So you can call and record a question as did this individual. Let's hear it. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. Could you explain what the VLDL is, what it stands for on the lipid test? Mine was seven. I was concerned because my cholesterol and LDL shot up to 225 and 117 respectively for the first time ever, but my HDL was 101. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, uh, good news for you because uh, your VLDL, which is considered a bad form of cholesterol, um, is, um, is pretty low. Pretty low. Uh, so uh, you, you don't really have to worry that uh, it has a negative impact on your cardiovascular risk. Your HDL, the uh, so-called good cholesterol, high-density lipoprotein, uh, is 101. Over 100 is generally a good sign, especially in women past a certain age. So while your cholesterol is a little high, doesn't seem to be too worrisome. VLDL stands for very low-density lipoprotein. 
And uh, in contrast to the high-density lipoprotein, the HDL, which is good, the LDL, which is considered bad, but is sometimes not so bad because you can even kind of slice and dice the LDL and you can ascertain whether it's the bad kind of LDL or the not so bad kind of LDL. Depends on particle size. Particle sizes that are high are good LDL and particle sizes that are small and dense uh, are bad LDL. And then there's VLDL, and VLDL is seldom measured directly. It, it adds to your cholesterol total, but it's not measured directly. Usually it's a calculation. And the way you can find out what your VLDL is, is check out your triglycerides. And if your triglycerides are, say, 150, divide by 5, and that means... That's your VLDL. Um, but let's say, you know, let's take an example here. Uh, let's say your triglycerides are 300 and you reduce them to 100. Now, how do you reduce your triglycerides? Triglycerides are considered circulating fat, so uh, you lower your intake of fat, right? This is wrong. Uh, you lower your triglycerides by lowering your intake of especially refined carbohydrates, and in particular fructose uh, from fruit juice, even excess fruit, and certainly sodas that are laden with fructose. So let's say you're able to lower your triglycerides with a low-carb diet from 300 to 100. That's a 200-point drop in your triglycerides. Well, let's do the math. 200 divided by 5 is 40. That means that there's going to be a 40-point drop in the overall cholesterol, in the contribution of VLDL, very low-density lipoprotein, to your total cholesterol. So there's kind of a roundabout way of lowering your cholesterol, and that's one of the reasons why low-carb diets often lower cholesterol, um, paradoxically, you know, even by increasing uh, some animal protein. You may not raise your cholesterol. You may ultimately lower it because you're lowering the contribution by triglycerides via, L, via VLDL to your total cholesterol. So, um, you know, I think it's uh, the numbers that you gave me are not that worrisome. I think you said that your VLDL is um, um, is seven. And so 7 times 5 is 35. That means your triglycerides are exceedingly low. It sounds like you're on a good diet and you're metabolically fit. Also, high triglycerides are often a sign of metabolic syndrome, which is a risk factor for um, COVID, bad COVID outcomes. So um, this item uh, comes to us from a good colleague, uh, who has written a paper, Potential Reversal of Epigenetic Age Using a Diet and Lifestyle Intervention. Okay, well, fancy terminology. What they did here, eight-week treatment program included diet, sleep, exercise, relaxation guidance, supplemental probiotics, and phytonutrients, certain supplements. Uh, the control group got no intervention. They did something called 
genome-wide DNA methylation analysis. That is a way to check your aging clock. Turns out the diet lifestyle treatment, just eight weeks, was associated with a 3.23 years decrease in their DNA age compared with controls. Kind of exciting that uh, a natural approach could yield such robust results in such a short time. The subjects were healthy males between the ages of 50 and 72. Just eight weeks. Diet, sleep, exercise, relaxation guidance, supplemental probiotics, and phytonutrients. Turn back the aging clock on these individuals. Very cool study. 877-726-8255 is our number. We'd love to have your calls next hour. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine.